Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. An estimated 114,500 people in Ireland are living with long COVID or will experience the condition in future, according to the new research, which seems like such a large number. But is anything being done to support these people whose lives have been impacted hugely by COVID? My first guest contracted COVID in March 2020 and since then her life completely changed. Uh, Once she was deemed free of it, she was left with numerous side effects. She had to scale back on her work. Simple tasks were leaving her exhausted. She has fought numerous infections and day-to-day life can be challenging. She knew that there had to be more people like her out there so she set up a support group called Long Covid Ireland and uh, that now has 2,600 members. So now that restrictions have eased dramatically there is a fear that those living with Long Covid will be left behind. Claire Toomey from Ashburn is with us. She's on the line. How are you doing Claire? Hi Sinead. Firstly, I want to just say, Claire, thank you so much for taking the time because I know things like this can be extremely taxing on you. Perhaps um, we should put this into perspective for people because we have tried to arrange this chat for some time, but you have suffered a couple of health setbacks. Yes, and I just want to thank you for being so patient with me. So um, I have been doing quite well. And then just before Christmas, a week before Christmas, I had gotten a viral infection Um continue to test negative for COVID. However, trying to recover from this has been extremely challenging, leading into a six-week, what I would call, what we now call a long COVID crash. Um, so today, as you know, it's the first chance that we've gotten to, to for me to have enough energy to do this with you today. Yes. Okay. So a six week COVID crash. So, you know, I was looking back over my notes. Uh, We spoke to you around this time last year. And again, we were in kind of a similar situation where we had to reschedule and jig things around because of health issues for yourself, which we are more than happy to do, by the way. Of course we are. But um, in terms of a long COVID crash, then what does this mean? And do you know why this keeps happening? Okay, so this time last year, Sinead, um, I had made an attempt to, I think with my third or fourth attempt to return back to work Mm. in October and I had reduced my hours. I was part time and um, it it led into a crash, as we call it, which kind of resembles, um, you know, a new infection of COVID itself. Um, And... As I said earlier, what happened to me this time was I I contracted a viral illness, um, which just absolutely knocked my immune system, um, weakened it. Well, they're saying our immune systems are are naturally um, weakened um, after the COVID infection. So what happens is um, 
the chronic fatigue that everyone's talking about, this is an absolutely real and hugely debilitating thing, particularly for me because I'm a person of high energy and, and usually highly active. Um, and along with that comes, you know, um, migraines, um, loss of appetite. Um, you're, I've, I've had a persistent cough for two years now, but two it gets aggravated years. in the middle of, 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 a, um, of a crash. Um, oh generally, it brings on gut issues, and um, I usually it, what happens for me is I usually get this shingles type of rash in an odd place. It's at the moment just occurring on one finger. However, in my initial infection, it was widespread across my body, um, and it usually also comes with um, an issue or difficulty sleeping. So. It's quite complicated. You feel like you have a six-week hangover and there is no alcohol consumed at all, you know? My God, just as you're going through all of those different symptoms, I mean, even just the the, the symptom of having this persistent cough for two years, I mean, yeah. that is... It has such a massive impact on you. I mean, are there any answers, Claire? You know, a year on, nearly two years now with this. Are there any answers about why this might be happening? So research is so broad and varied. There is research being done and we're so thankful for that. But we do understand, especially because we're living it and it's so complex, we do understand why there is a delay. Particularly, Sinead, because we weren't exactly believed when we first Mm. started speaking out about this. And I'll come back to that later. More recently, um, they've come out to say that they're aware of lung damage and lung abnormalities on people who weren't hospitalised or weren't um, that, that ill in their acute infections. And I think that the majority of research at the moment is talking about widespread um, inflammation and the weakened immune system and the possibility that old viruses and COVID viruses being reactivated, um, you know, in different contexts, which is why people keep having crashes, as, as, as patients call them, relapses. And again, which would explain, as I mentioned earlier, the feeling of having a new COVID infection. It feels like you are going through COVID all over again. Oh my God. And and in terms of, you know, you brought up the very important point and I know we've, we've touched on this, but just to reiterate it as well uh, again is, you know, you were going to GPs, doctors, whatever, yeah. uh, and, and, and explaining all of this and they were really brushing you off. So I was very fortunate that my own GP in Ashburn had experienced and had patients with post-viral illness before. So there was two of them there at the time and they were hugely supportive and they treated every symptom. But they had done all they could for me and had referred me back into the hospital. And it was actually in the hospital, Sinead, where I experienced medical gaslighting. So doctors were trying to brush away and downplay the symptoms that I was experiencing. And I suppose I was quite quiet about this at the very beginning. And then as the numbers in the group grew, I then realised that this was occurring to everybody. So a lot of long COVID patients have been um, sitting in front of medical professionals and they have been, like there's been an elephant in the room where obviously the medical professionals thought that we were imagining this, that we had mental health issues. And some people have even had antidepressants slipped across the table 
You know, oh so my it, God. It, it, I mean, I'm not surprised, Claire. I'm not surprised. But as you're t- telling me all this, the anger is building up on me. I mean, this is, you know, a horrific situation to find yourself in. Not only is it so isolating to be going through this and experiencing all this, then you're met with this, oh, you'll be grand. Here's some bloody anti-depression medication. I mean, I, I can't yeah. understand it. But, you know, when you hear that, um, and this is a, a recent enough report about five days ago, that uh, 114,500 people in Ireland are living with or could experience this I was stopped in my tracks like that's a high number were you surprised by that large number? We have spoken about this in the group and we largely acknowledge how big of a number that is but it did not shock us Sinead we were meeting with the HSC at the very beginning because we feared for those who were coming after us we acknowledged that after our 14 day um, illness with our COVID infection we went straight back to work like I personally went back to the gym back to yoga back to running and we feared that those those actions that we took did not give our bodies enough time to rest and has that has that caused long COVID or, or been paid a part in, um, in in our in our two years that followed for us and we wanted to ha- create awareness and highlight this and we've also been hugely connected to members of the ME and fibromyalgia community and they've been doing Of course another group that suffered very much uh, not believed you know doctors brushing them off absolutely yeah So we we, in meetings with the HSC we we expressed our concerns for because we could see how many people were joining the group on a daily basis particularly after the third and fourth wave Sinead Mm. and even now um, with Omicron there are still people joining so um we we mentioned this to them that this was our fear that this was only going to get bigger and again it was kind of brushed away. So before uh, the most recent report, the other figure that we had heard was thirteen thousand, and this is a massive jump yes. between both. Massive jump. And when you hear about, um, you know, the INMO are talking about how many um, healthcare workers and nurses are still out of work. Um, I, I I read a report recently where um, in America they have. A uh, a huge labour shortage and they're putting it down to long COVID patients. So it backs up, it absolutely backs up the numbers. Yeah, because when you Google this, just as a, to let people know, when you Google the words yeah. long COVID, right, so much information comes up. There are yeah. different studies, uh, there's a lot of conflicting information, but there's no solution, Claire. And this is kind of what's what's really concerning. I mean, you know, you you guys need answers. You need to know that there's people working on this constantly to kind of see how, like, I mean, is this going to be something that you're going to have to live with? I mean, two years on, you know, there's still so no kind of even concrete, half semi-concrete kind of, you know, solution as to what can, can be done. Yeah, it's terrifying. At the very beginning, um, you know, we were so stressed and worried about how is this our new normal, right? Is this our new life? And there are many people in the group, Sinead, who haven't returned to work at all, who are still sitting on illness benefit or are fighting and trying to get disability benefit. I personally was quite fortunate that I could leave my job and set something up on my own, which has kept me going. But there are days where I am just not physically able. And... um we have been told by, by people who've had post-viral illnesses before who have said, take two years, take off your life and rest, right? But unfortunately, people haven't been given permission to rest because they've been told you should be over this, mm. other people are, um, this isn't a real thing. So it's still very unknown and uncertain. I mean, people are dealing with 
a wide range of symptoms. It varies across each person to person, which is probably why it's also difficult for researchers to come down and pinpoint what's causing it and what it looks like. Um, and, and the symptoms, you know, people are experiencing different extremities of them. Like mm. for me and memory and memory recall and, and issues like that and cognitive tiredness, like that affects me only in crashes. Whereas I have friends who I've now made through the group who um, suffer with that on a daily basis and now have been diagnosed with neurological conditions. And other people, like the chronic fatigue would be my highest and and the the symptom that I struggle with the most, whereas that might be down the line for someone else. So it's absolutely so varied. And I mean, now we're learning that this is not a vulnerable or elderly condition. This is is affecting children. This is affecting professional athletes. Mm. Although research is saying that um, it's predominantly women, middle-aged women. Okay, so at least you know that that is a concrete sort of, you know, like you have some little threads to go on here in terms of in terms of trying to wrap your head around it. I mean, what do you think then about life returning to to normal people? uh, You know, do you feel people in the group, people like yourself will be forgotten about? There is that um, concern, absolutely. And we have experienced this with each reopening after every lockdown. And when every wave occurred, we also got forgotten about. Okay, so there are very few long COVID clinics in the country at the moment. There are huge waiting lists for them and people's appointments have been reoccurringly delayed, cancelled or postponed according to, you know, what's been happening in the larger part of of society. And we completely understand that. But it's incredibly difficult because there is nothing to back us up. So therefore, people don't understand it and we can't actually, we're not, we don't know what to do proactively. I mean, everyone is trying everything and mm. everything, you know, like every day there's a post in the group, what are people doing to help themselves with X? You know, like yeah. people, people want to get better, Shemay. People want their lives back. Of course. So, and as you say, you don't want to be stuck in this constant yeah. kind of crashing and getting out of that and then yeah. being worried and fearful of another crash. It really puts, you know, your whole life on hold with regards to this. Claire, I mean, I, I admire you so much every time you join us on the show. Your your strength through all of this is so, so inspiring. The fact that you set up this support group in the first place for people is so inspiring. I mean, all you can keep doing is put pressure, you know, uh, on, on the powers that be. Keep your story out there like we're doing today. I mean, this is the, the bang on the doors, which I know you're doing. Yes, and of course, that's also taxing for people who Mm. are swinging in and out of illness. So for us as patients, that hasn't been consistent. You know, we have achieved a lot. And over the two years, there are many, many, many members who have been involved in drafting reports or reaching out or, you know, even as simple as sharing their story in the media. Um, And at the moment, there's a group of six women who, who man the Facebook page and respond to everyone's questions and things like that. But it's it's hard Sinead sometimes you can feel like you're not getting anywhere like that report that you mentioned that came out on Thursday that was a huge triumph for us you know that that brought up a lot of emotions in people because it's like two years in and this backs us up this tells people that we didn't make this up that we're not lunatics you know Mm. Um, you know and and lots of little things along the way like there was an interview once on a radio where the minister, Minister for Disability was massively challenged about her belief and the government's belief that this was in her head. And they are the little wins for us. But consistently, we don't have the energy or the resources. Um, so 
sometimes we end up feeling like we're not doing enough or there, it isn't happening fast enough. Um, but tr- we're just trying to grasp at, at wins like last Thursday. Take these wins, Claire. You know, as you, as as I said to you before, you know, take the wins, run with them, hold on yeah. to them, and at any point, you know, you know that you can reach out to us here to keep the this in focus for you on the show. I wish you all the best. I really, really do to yourself and everybody that's in the group. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks a million for highlighting it, Sinead. We really appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem, Claire. To me there from Ashburn. If you want more information, if you're affected by any of this, Claire has a fantastic support group. You can find more information on the website longcovidireland.org. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM.